As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We yeah. need a whole nother lifetime just to read all right? the books there. We I should know. be able to read. I know. <laughs> we need a clone version of ourselves that can just like read, read just all read. the books. Yeah, <laughs> read all the books. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. And around here, we know that life is hard and we got to do everything we can to just make it a little bit more lovely. So it's my mission to bring you great conversations, practical tools and information, and a healthy dose of community to help make those things happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to our website at cultivatingthelovely.com, visit our amazing membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, or by connecting with me on Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to interact with all of you. You can find me at Mackenzie Kappa. Thanks so much for joining me today. All right, ladies, welcome back to the second half of our look at reading from 2019 and looking forward to this year. I'm back with Shell again this week. And you guys, we got to just do a shout out right now to Kiel, my producer, because we mishmashed calls together and all this craziness to have to put together this episode because when Shell and I finished last week's episode and we realized we'd gone really long, we came back on another call to record like another section to fill it out and make a second episode and then charged Kiel with making sense of all of it. So if it seems a little choppy, that's on Shell and I, not Kiel, because she has done an amazing job of making sense of our crazy and we so appreciate her. So we had a lot of fun with this episode. If you listened to last week, you should definitely listen listen to it first. But we just love talking about books and reading and everything. And we hope that you guys enjoy it too. And you be sure to come over and be checking on Instagram for when we get that giveaway started for a Jane Austen book and a little gift set. It's going to be really fun. So you can follow Shell at Shell Bruises on Instagram and me at Mackenzie Kappa. It's one of our favorite places to connect with all of you. And of course, also, if you want to like really get in with the CTL peeps and like become friends with all of us and get to watch our morning shows, which are back every weekday morning, you guys, you're going to want to join Patreon because we just have so much fun over there. This past week, we talked all about waking up to 2020 and what we kind of need to do to get our lives like going again. If you feel like you've kind of just been going through the motions or checking out a little bit, we talked all about waking up to the year and things that you can do to help you do that. And then this week, we are really hitting the ground running about being really dedicated to our goals and thinking through how we can have the most success with them. And we're just having a lot of those kinds of discussions over there. And we would love to have you join us. So for just $3 a month, you can become a patron and get to go to all of those morning shows and get all of that goodness. And then of course, we have other levels, we have coaching levels and all sorts of things that we would love for you to be a part of if that is something that interests you. So head over to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely to see everything that we have to offer. All right, without further ado, let's get on with this episode with Shell and I talking all about our reading again. Okay, what is the fastest read you had this year? Oh, well, I think it might have been The Language of Flowers because I literally feel like I read that book in like two days and I just wow. couldn't put it down. Like it just, yeah. yeah, it was fast. And you have, I think you have books that you read in a day this last I year, I do. Right? I have yeah, two. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. I have two. Well, Waiting for Tom Hanks was one because I love, you know, any 
Tom Hanks movie, yeah. pretty much, period, but especially like the romantic ones. And so this mm-hmm. book is about this girl who is like so caught up with rom-coms that she just wants her life to be a rom-com. And she mm-hmm. says like she's waiting for her Tom Hanks to come oh. <laughs> and so it's just like this very silly, like completely predictable love story. Yeah. But there are so many references to the good old rom-coms oh, that were like fine. from the 90s and early 2000s, you know, the You've Got Mail and all <laughs> yes. that. And it was like, oh, it's like she's speaking my language. So that was really fun. And then just over Christmas break, I read A Prince in Theory. I think it's a prince. Uh-huh and not a princess. Mm. I can't remember. It's by Alyssa Cole. And it's a whole series called Reluctant Royals. Mm. So I'm reading the second one. It's another like romantic series. Mm. They're kind of, they're just kind of fun where these girls end up like getting wrapped up with like princes of, you know, a prince in theory or princess in theory, whatever it's called. Oh, (laughs) this girl, she was like raised in the foster system. She's living in New York and she keeps getting these emails from this country in Africa where they keep telling her like, you are the betrothed of the prince. And she's like, yeah, whatever. This is like, you know, one of those Nigerian schemes, like leave me alone. And actually she was betrothed to the prince and like so they like have to track her down and she thinks it's a scheme and you know so it was just kind of fun and yeah yeah that sounds cute what Mm. was your most well do you want to say your favorite audiobook I already said my favorite audiobook okay yeah so I I wish I had a funny silly cute one but I was like I think my favorite audiobook because I just listened to so much this year yeah yeah which is it's audiobooks are such a great way yeah. to, um, I, I listened on my walks. I listen while I'm doing laundry. When you can't just sit down and read, which obviously most of yeah. us don't have the time for that right now in our yeah. lives in the season. And so I feel like that's how I was able to read so much this year. Um, but so one of my categories that maybe I, I have on my own, which I don't know, is just, I read about like the most read author of 2019 for me, um, was an author whose name is James Brian Smith. Oh. And I read four of his books this last wow. year because I love them so much. And he oh, is, it was his the guy voice, who, I yeah. Knew yeah, 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 the good and the beautiful God. Yeah, um, yeah, he wrote that, and we read that together in a, as a group this this summer. So, um, anyhow, I um, I loved his book so much. So I think my favorite of the four books I read of his, um, the good and the beautiful God was was one, and I love that. Um, Embracing the love of God was another one, and then the magnificent story. Mm. Um, is my favorite audiobook, and I don't even remember who read it. You know, I, it wasn't because it was an amazing like experience. Yeah. Um, the reader didn't do like it, I don't even remember who it was. It was just yeah. I had to plug it in there because I wanted to talk about him and his books because they have been absolutely transformative for me this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but so the magnificent story is called "Uncovering a Gospel of Beauty, Goodness, and Truth," and he just talks about how. Um, using stories and narratives and um, just kind of a comparison of like um, how he feels like in Christianity that like the good works gospel, he calls it, um, that kind of is more like the liberal approach to Christianity versus um, uh, the shaming gospel, Mm -hmm. which is like trying to like scare you, um, how neither one of those are like the correct gospel. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so he talks about that, but he uses so, so many, it's like all about story and how that impacts our lives and how this magnificent story that God is telling is um, beautiful and good and true always. And so you, that's how you can know is this, is this really God's story? And um, yeah. I loved it so much. It was just amazing. He's in, an incredible writer and incredible mind and um yeah so I read four of his books this year like when I look yeah. back I was like wait I, I'm on a kick with him so um I just on a roll and I um can't put his books down um so I highly recommend I anything it. written by him yeah so yeah anyhow, I still so that was my favorite finish. audiobook I need to finish that one. It was like, I knew I needed to devote more time to it and then I get intimidated and then I don't finish it, but I loved yeah. it. And so it's on my list to go back to and like really dive into this year. Yeah. And what hooked me with that book was in the first chapter he has at the end, he has, I think it's called soul care or something like that. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the first chapter, your assignment is to sleep more. Yes. <laughs> and when I right. read that, I was like, I think this is about where I'm at right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is the holiest 
this is the holiest thing I can do is yes. just, like really like go to sleep, you know, yes. <laughs> sleep more. Yes. So um, I love where he started with all of that. And yeah. it's, it's just, yeah, I love his heart. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow. Okay. So you might've already covered these. I know mine are all books I've already talked about. What, what were your most thought provoking books of 2019? Mm. Well, yeah, I guess that one I left blank. I don't know. I'm probably the ones. Yeah. So anything by James Brian Smith. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh no, I know what it is. Okay. So, um, he's been on your podcast this last year. This oh. is a whole other theme for me this year. So I think I said like, as I'm looking back on what I read this year, that the things that stand out to me are like suffering was a big theme. Mm -hmm. And, um, the other one was boundaries, yeah. <laughs> big theme for me. Um, and so I, I read Gary Thomas's when to walk away and, um, that book just, I felt like it was everything that I needed to learn and begin learning. And, um, it's about when to walk away from toxic people. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I could tell you right now which podcast number it is. If you haven't heard the podcast that McKinsey did with him, it's amazing. We'll have um, PL link it in the show notes. It was yeah, yeah. It was this fall, and um, yeah. just reading, kind of, it it was so many light bulb moments for me and yeah. hard realities of like, okay, I really need to um, do the hard work in my heart, <laughs> yeah, um, to get to a place where I have really know how to have healthy boundaries in my relationships. And, um, so to do that, I ended up reading and kind of backwards cause I read his book first. And honestly, I read it. I felt like I was reading it. Like I was drinking out of a fire hydrant. Yeah. I need to, I listened to it. I need to go back and actually read it. I would love to read it with somebody because I just feel like there's so much to talk about, you know? I know. Um, well, we keep saying we're going to, we need yeah, to. someday yeah. we will. Yeah. Um, but th so then I read after that, I read a book called boundaries for your soul by mm. Allison Cook and Kimberly Miller. And, um, it kind of talks about how in order to have boundaries with other people, you have to first have them within yourself. And so that was an amazing read, just like so good um, for me. And so I highly recommend that. That was a really great read. Yeah. Um, but those two together. So that was another thing yeah. that kind of stood out in my reading this year. But Yeah. I would anyhow. piggyback off of that with All My Friends Have Issues by Amanda Anderson. Mm, okay. It was so, so good and well thought out about friendships specifically. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I just thought it was really good all, all the way around thinking about friendships and yeah. when to invest and when to pull back and how to do mm -hmm. those things. And yeah, it was just, it was really good. So I'll have to add that to my list. Yeah. I can, I can hand it to you. Have okay. I'll borrow it from you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ended up listening to that one too and it was a, okay. it was a good listen. Yeah. It's true. I'm a bit of a skincare nut. I absolutely love taking really good care of my skin and using good, clean, healthy products that are actually going to help keep my skin looking young and healthy and fresh. And I'm here to tell you that BioClarity does that. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. I've been using BioClarity for about a year and a half now and also using it on my son. And I think it is the reason that his skin is not just a complete terror of teenage mess. And I think it's one of the main reasons that my skin has had improved texture and less hyperpigmentation and just feels like it's overall healthy. And best of all, I love that it's natural. It has easy to use ingredients and it's affordable because you guys, clean skincare doesn't necessarily mean more expensive. BioClarity strives to create affordable options that are healthier for your skin and the environment. That is really hard to come by. And they have two routines to fit your skincare needs. So they've got the clear skin routine for oily or breakout prone skin. That's what I use on my son. And then when I'm just going through certain times where my skin is having a little bit harder time, I will switch over to that clear skin routine. And the rest of the time I use the essentials routine which is for normal skin and everyday use. Both routines consist of an easy-to-use three-step regimen that helps improve the look and feel of your skin and is packed full of detoxifying ingredients. The products are uniquely formulated to help nourish the skin with clean, plant-based ingredients. And the routines also include my 
favorite thing in the BioClarity line, a super special ingredient found only in BioClarity called Floralex, which is made from the chlorophyll from plants, which is super nourishing. This special ingredient helps with redness, hyperpigmentation, and evening out skin tone and texture. And you can only find Floralex and BioClarity. BioClarity really has everything you need to get clear, glowing skin. And I've seen it work so well on my very own face and my son's face, and it really makes a big difference. Plus, to top it all off, their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. And they have a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So get healthier, more radiant skin by going to BioClarity.com. I think you are going to love their Floralux as much as I do, and even better, these products are actually affordable. And right Right now, just for my listeners, you can save 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal, but you need to enter my code LOVELY at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 15% off everything on their website when you use my code LOVELY at checkout. Okay, so my most thought-provoking are all ones I've already said, but In Pursuit of Love, So Good by Rebecca Bender, A Love Letter Life by Jeremy and Audrey Roloff, and then Outlander because I was constantly like comparing it to the show and so it it really did make me think. Yeah, I love <laughs> I that. Yeah. So okay. Good. And our last topic before we go on to like what we're looking forward to for 2020, mm-hmm. what was the most researched book that you read in 2019? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Okay. I will. Okay, you go first. It was The Gown by Jennifer Robinson. Yes. Oh right. Yes, and it was about Queen Elizabeth's gown when she got married, and it's about the embroiderers who made all the flowers for the gown mm. and like the whole process they went through. And it was so well researched with mm-hmm. the things that were going on at the time and how they would have dressed and how, you know, like all these little details that I had to go and Google, like, are these people real? <laughs> like, can mm. I actually see like this other gal's artwork? And sure enough, they're not. Like she just did mm-hmm. such a good job of making sure it was accurate to the time and what the dress really was, but then creating these fictional characters around that. I always think that's really impressive when an yes. author has done so much research that you can't tell if the people they're writing about are real or not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one sounds so good. I know that's on my list, man. We yeah. need a whole nother lifetime just to read all right? the books there. We I should know. be able to read. I know. <laughs> we need a clone version of ourselves that can just like read, just read all read. the books. Yeah. <laughs> read all the books. <laughs> what was the most researched book you read and you don't have to say Victoria? <laughs> oh, it probably totally was. <laughs> you know, it had to have been. Yeah. The amount of information yeah. is that many pages. <laughs> book right now that I'm reading I'm not I think I may be on chapter six I'm not finished with it yet so um but it's by Timothy Keller and here we go again you guys I feel like a broken record I'm so sorry but um it's walking with God through pain and suffering because like I said like this is where God has me this year and so it's been so good I feel like I'm in my own little I don't know it's just like college course (laughs) um so uh it's called the definitive Christian book on why bad things happen and how we should respond to them. Um, The question of why there is pain and suffering in the world has confused every generation. Yet there has not been a major book from Christian perspective exploring why they exist for many years. So he talks about um, the other classics, you know, that have been written um, Mm -hmm. when bad things happen to good people. So he's comparing that and then C.S. Lewis writing the problem of pain. So um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah, I can't wait to keep listening. It's so deep and like, yeah, oh, it's just transformative. So, um, he really covers so many different philosophies on, um, just throughout the world and, and everyone, different beliefs. I think he calls them theodicies of what, hmm. why pain and suffering exists. And, um, it is just making me think so much. Yeah. It is really amazing. Very well researched. I love hearing all of the different perspectives um, and worldviews on that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I would say by far this is, yeah, I'm on chapter six and so I'll finish it in 2020, but, um, that definitely wins the prize for that, that awesome. category for me. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> okay. So now we get to look forward 
Yes. What are you looking forward to reading the most in 2020, Shell? Oh, I really am looking forward to reading more fiction, more books that make me laugh. Um, I think that I'm probably not done with this same vein of like continuing, like just learning about suffering and all of that. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm going to be reading hopefully a book by Andrew Peterson, um, who's an artist um, called The Joining the Dark. Um, thoughts on community calling and the mystery of making. So um, excited about that, especially because my words of the year is light. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I have to read this one. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to reading um, the book Adore by Sarah Haggerty, um, which is coming out in, is that, you know, cause you're, yes. um, you get to preview it. Yes. I should um, be getting it pretty soon. I think it comes think it out March. in, not March. Okay. April or May, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably, I have loved her. The other two books she's written, um, have been some of my very favorites ever. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, let's see. How about you? What are you excited to read? Well, I have Ann Bogle's new book, Don't Overthink It. Mm, The cover's so cute on that. I I saw that the other day. Yeah. It's super cute. So I'm really looking forward to digging into that. It's like all about making decisions and whatnot. Oh, and I love it. Yeah. I just love Anne and I'm excited mm-hmm. to have her on the show again. So I'm excited to Yay. read it. Because, like I've talked with her and you know, so that's yeah. fun. I mm-hmm. am super excited about the bright side. I'm about halfway in. That's by Melanie Schenkel and I'm loving it. Really looking forward to finishing that. Um, I, I got to borrow that from you yes. because that has got to go on my list. <laughs> yes. As soon as I am done, I will hand it yes, over to you. And then of you. course, Sophie Hudson's new book, which I think comes out in May. I don't even know what it's called yet, but I think it will be coming to me pretty soon. And I'm excited to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently, I just started, I'm going to be interviewing him very soon. Seth Haynes and the yeah. book, um, the book of waking up. Oh, that sounds so good. Like waking up from the things that we distract ourselves with in our life. Yeah, yeah. And whether that's addiction or social media or whatever it is we kind of use to like numb out because I definitely know that the end of this year, I or last year, 2019, I just, Mm -hmm. and I think to a certain extent, I kind of had to numb out because life just got like way too intense to be able to cope with. Mm -hmm. Um but it's this like idea of waking up from, you know, your, like whatever you're distracting yourself with and what you're waking yourself up to, Mm -hmm. which should be like focusing on Jesus. And so I'm enjoying that one. The new London celebrities book that I said is coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that. I want to read more fiction in general for two reasons. I Mm -hmm. enjoy it. I just enjoy it. Yes. And it's it's a break from like all the nonfiction reading I have to do for this. But also it's a really quick way for me to be able to up my reading numbers and get a bigger goal on Goodreads. Yeah. So that's a total three thing where I'm like, look, it makes me look like I'm reading more when really it's books. (laughs) I don't even care. (laughs) I want to read more fiction. And then this one we talked about the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I have never read like English classics and I've never read Austin. <gasps> yes. So and I'm so excited for I you know. to be reading in 2020. I'm, I'm so happy that you are reading for the first time. You're, I'm, I just know you're going to love, love her, yeah. love her and works. <laughs> Where are you yes. going to start? Do you know? I'm debating. I'm debating between persuasion because it's shorter. And I've heard a lot of people who say, that it's actually their favorite, even yeah. though like, the other ones are more well-known. They really love Persuasion. I love Persuasion. But, mm-hmm. but also the new Emma movie is coming out. Right. And I love, oh, what's his name? He's uh, this guy that is in The Girls in Corfu. Oh, yeah. He's in the new Emma. I don't know his name, but I know you're oh, talking about <laughs> I can't. I follow him on Instagram. How do I not know his name? But he, he was also in The Crown. He played yes. Charles and actually made me like feel for Prince Charles for the first time in my life. Yes. But yes. So I just I adore him and I know I'm going to want to see Emma. And so mm-hmm. I am debating what it'll be one of the two. I'm hoping to read both this year. Oh, I, I think once you get started, <laughs> you might yeah. read more than two. Yes. 
I'm really curious to see what you think. We'll have to check back in about that. <laughs> yes. All I know is I have to read it in a British accent in my head or it just- You like, have to. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so much better for you than it's ever been for me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it will be fun for sure. So I, I am committing to do that this year and like really dive into some of those classics because I never took um, like British lit in like okay, high school. Yeah, college, that's how you missed reading them. Yeah. Yeah. I only ever took American lit. Okay. So yeah, I read Mason Steinbeck, but I did Austin. So well, I I probably would have liked it better. Yes. Yeah, you probably would have. I'm guessing. We'll see what you think. But I I think you're gonna love love Austin so much. (laughs) Yeah, because I was not a fan of the Grapes of Wrath or uh, what's the other one? Leonardo, the Great Gatsby. Hey, the Great Great Gatsby. Gatsby. Yeah. 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 I should have gone with the the Brit lit, but I didn't. Yeah. So okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you get so to re- I think you're gonna appreciate it more now I, anyway than you would have been right <laughs> yeah exactly I think I'll actually enjoy it now so mm-hmm. I am looking forward to that and I think we're gonna do some giveaways yeah here, which we is are super fun we're gonna do mm-hmm. seasonal book giveaways mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Shell is sponsoring because she's mm-hmm. fabulous and wonderful and so we are going to pick a book each quarter yeah that we are going to be giving away and with like a couple other cute fun things and it's going to be like a fun way to encourage reading within our cultivating the lovely community Mm -hmm. and we're going to start with an austin book yes it's going to be so much fun i'm excited yes so i think that's all okay (laughs) i have no idea how long we even talked for i didn't look at the clock when we started so this I don't think we went short. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. I don't think we did either. (laughs) So hopefully we just gave you guys like a ton of ideas for what you can be reading. Like we said, follow us on Goodreads, chat with us about what you're reading because reading is one of our favorite things to Mm -hmm. do. So we would love to know what your goals are and what you're into right now. So yes, we would. Yeah. Let us know. Follow on Goodreads and plus on Instagram too. That's a great place to connect. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Oh, you're what? You're welcome. Happy reading, lovelies. Yes. (laughs) Ladies, we all know we should be cutting down on our plastic waste, but it can feel overwhelming. Committing to making a few small changes around the house makes a big impact, and Grove Collaborative will help you cut down on plastic use easily. Here at Cultivating the Lovely, we love Grove Collaborative, the online marketplace that delivers all natural home, beauty, and personal care products directly to your door, not just because they help me cut down with my plastics, but so many other reasons as well. I am a legit paying member of Grove because I love what they have to offer so much. I love their own line of products that they have created everything from their cleaners to their sponges to their dish gloves. I really do love their products. But one of my favorite products that I buy from them that also helps me cut down on plastics is my high bar shampoo. It's actually a bar shampoo with no plastic packaging and it is amazing. I was pretty diehard with the shampoo that I was using and I absolutely love my high bar. It has done amazing things for my hair and I love that I'm not using any plastics in the process either. And I never would have found high bar if it wasn't for Grove. And so you may not have known this about Grove, but it is the first place to visit to reduce your dependence on single-use plastics. And to help you out with that, to try to cut out more plastics in 2020, Grove has a sustainable swap set. It is the best and easiest way to get started reducing plastic waste in your home. It has bamboo straws, reusable and washable sandwich bags, a refillable hand soap dispenser, gel hand soap, and a walnut scrubber sponge set that I absolutely love. And for a limited time, our listeners get all of this free with your first purchase. With fast and free shipping on your first order, going sustainable has never been easier. Join me and the over 2 million households who have shopped at Grove for their healthy, sustainable home essentials. So make your home more sustainable this new year. Right now for a limited time when my listeners go to grove.co slash lovely, you'll get the free five-piece set from Grove so you can easily swap out plastics. Plus you'll get free shipping and a free 60-day VIP trial. So go to grove.co slash lovely to get this exclusive sustainable swap offer. Grove.co slash lovely. We're back. 
like, okay, you guys. So <laughs> we decided that the episode that we had started recording was so long that we might as well split it into two episodes and go into more of the books that we're looking forward to in 2020 because we kind of cut that part short. So <laughs> we are going to take off from where we left off and talk about a few more of the books that we are really looking forward to reading in 2020. So yes. shall take it away. Okay. So I am really excited. I think it was on our Christmas episode that you talked about the year of living Danishly. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, I'm like, I really want to read a book about Scandinavia and Huga. And yeah. um, so there's a couple of different ones that just sound so good. Um, one is called, um, there's no such thing as bad weather. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is called the almost nearly perfect people, the truth about the Nordic miracle by Michael Booth. And um, that one I think goes into um, talking about the different cultures of all the different Scandinavian countries. So yeah, I don't know which fun. one I'm going to pick to read or maybe I'll, I don't know which one I should. So if you guys have read those, maybe let me know which one you recommend. Um, yeah. They look anyhow. really interesting. There, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's like about motherhood. In yes. The, I think that looks yeah. really interesting. Like I know. send them out, whether it's cold or hot yeah. or rainy or whatever. Well, I know. And today I did that. I went and took my walk and it rained yes. the whole time and it was completely worth it. I was like, yes. I should have brought my kids with me apparently. <laughs> <laughs> did you take an umbrella or did you just like tough it out? I toughed it out. I had a hood on and um, yeah. Um, that's okay. I, I kind of grew up like that. So yeah. um, barefoot and outside and yeah. you know, homeschooled. And so <laughs> yes, <laughs> Rain totally. Scare me. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay. So you are looking at Huga books. Yes. And okay. So I have been looking for a book that I love as much as the Royal We since oh. I read the Royal We. Yeah. And I think that I found like a hopeful, I don't think it'll top it, but I, I've heard it can come in like second place and it's called okay. American Royals. Oh, so, I've seen that. Yes. I got it when it was on sale on Kindle. And so I have high hopes that maybe it will sort of hold a candle to the Royal We, which was one of my favorite books ever. So yeah, which I haven't read. I need to put that one on my list. Oh, it's that one. so fun, especially okay. in light of Meghan Markle. Yes. Like okay. Bringing her into the scene. It's like yes. a whole different thing because mm -hmm. it, the book is really based on, um, not Harry, the other one, <laughs> Prince William. Char and William. Kate, yeah. yes. Okay, and gotcha. Oh, I would so love that. Really, thing. like they they say it's not, but it's totally based on them getting together. But they oh. to like put a twist on it. They made her American in the book, which will oh. then guess what? Surprise! An American did marry a prince, and so right. that gives kind of like some different perspective on it. But, uh -huh. but I feel like it was well researched and it was fun. Like I wonder how much of this like actually goes on. So. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I've got to put that on my list for this year because I would love to read that. I know I love yeah. that one. Super fun. fun. So yeah, The American Royals or American okay. Royals by Catherine McGee okay. is on my list. Yeah. Um, and then I am looking to read more fiction this year because yeah. I just had such a small, when I look back, I'm like, I didn't read enough fiction. Um, so this year, yeah. And I, fiction is a hard one for me. I think part of it is being homeschooled and I read so much literature that was older and less, oh, yeah. you know, just like classic-esque. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I really, I really don't even know where to start with like fiction that's written now. Um, mm. so recommendations is probably what I go off. Like if I have several people say, you should read this book, then I'll read it. And otherwise I feel like there's just so much. I don't even know like what would, what would my favorite authors be? Or yeah. I mean, what that looks like for me, I feel like I haven't established that very much. So I would like to really dive into that. Um, yeah. Uh, so you haven't year. read The Gown, right? I have not. I think that you might like The Gown. Okay. I could see you liking some of those like kind of older, you know, like historical fiction. Yeah. Like working well for you. Yeah. I, um, I want to read Victoria that is by Daisy Goodwin. <laughs> yes. We so, recommend that one for sure. A little later fair. <laughs> <laughs> and Daisy Goodwin wrote yes. the show. And so yeah. 
it would, you know, obviously fall in line with that. But I'm wondering if like Fiona Davis would be interesting to you because she writes, and I don't know, the one that I read, I didn't love. It was a little bit dark. Um, What was it? I think it was Life at the, not Life at the Dakota. Oh, for the love. Kiel is going to hate us on this episode. I know. <laughs> Every time I'm like, wait, what book was that? Um, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I will um, look her up as an author, though, because I've never even heard of her. So, yeah, she um, writes see like, what I'm saying? Yeah, she writes these books. Oh, I think it was called, the, no, The Dollhouse. That's what oh, okay. it was. Dollhouse. Okay. It was about the, about the Barbizon Hotel. Okay. Which was a real thing. Like Candace Bergen lived at the Barbizon. And so it, she bases it on a real place in, I think they're all in New York city. There's another one called the address and then like about things that actually happened there. So the Barbizon housed all these women who like, there was a floor for models. There was a floor for secretaries. There was a floor. Oh my goodness. So it, that sounds sounds so interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a little dark. That one was a little dark, but it was interesting. And so I think that the address is one that's, or maybe there's the address. And I think there's one called like the masterpiece. And it was about, there was like an art school Mm. in Penn, not Penn station, Grand Central station. Mm. And so, yeah, I think that those look interesting. It might be something that would be interesting because they're kind of based on like real places. And yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like I started so much fiction that I just couldn't get into Uh, I don't know why, whatever the reason is, but, um, this last year. So I really want to read more fiction. Um, and I'm taking all the recommendations on that. So tell me what to read fiction, my people. (laughs) And I am going to keep reading like some lighter fiction. Like Mm -hmm. I am going to continue on. I haven't finished the Winston brothers series, so I want to finish it. I want to keep reading the reluctant Royals series. Um, the, all the books are very different, but they're fun. And so I think yeah. I'm reading those. And it, then I also, there's one called The Friend Zone and there's one called The Right Swipe. And oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. They both just look like cute and interesting. Yes. More like rom-coms. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Anytime I can kind of have like a rom-com in my life, that's fun. Yeah. So I think I'll probably read both of those. And those will probably be like, I'll read them on a weekend. I don't have the kids or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that will be perfect. I think you should. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to reading um, a book called Where the Light Gets In um, oh. by Kimberly Williams Paisley. It's about yes. her mother. Um, yeah. And just, um, yeah, so she is, um, has like a rare form of dementia. Yeah. Um, anyhow, and it's, so it's about her illness and it just sounds like a really amazing story. Um, and I can't wait to read. And she's just a, such a lovely person. So um, yeah, looking forward to reading that one. That's um, fun. Oh, where, okay. Where was it? My pastor was just talking about this book the other day. And I had actually just put it on my list for books that I wanted to read in t- uh-huh. 2020. Was it? No. Okay. Where is it? Um, I'm going to find it. Oh, I can't wait to hear what it is. Sacred Rhythms, Arranging Our Lives for Spiritual Transformation by Ruth Haley Barton. Mm, and I have not heard of that. He shared this really great quote about like how we need to have like rest and restoration. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like all about the Sabbath and I'm not doing it justice in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. I should have put my notes in here. But it just sounded really like this way of thinking about like spiritual practices mm-hmm. and rhythms in a non-burdensome yeah. way, like in a life. Yeah. yeah. And so he said that that book was really good and I would like to, to give it a read this year. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. Um, I have a couple books that I rereading stuff that was my favorite from like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago this oh, year has yeah. been really great. And so I'm really excited to read. I feel like I might've read it when I was a teenager, but A Chance to Die, which is the story of Amy Carmichael, um, but oh, it's written by yeah. Elizabeth Elliot. So it's, oh, and she was a missionary to India in the 1800s and yeah. had orphanages and rescued kids off the streets. And that one stands out to me. Like reading it then was, it was just so impactful for my life. Yeah. And now I want to go back and revisit her life and her story. Um, 
because I just, I just think it's going to take me back to that place. And um, yeah. so I'm excited to read that again this year. And I, I think Annabelle's going to read it with me. So that will be Oh, fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Little, little mother-daughter bonding. I, I know. So. Yeah. One book I didn't mention on the last episode that was really fun to read with Roman, partially because I did all the voices, but it was No yeah. More Dead Dogs. And <laughs> it was so much fun and so <laughs> ridiculous, but we absolutely loved it. And he, he kind of like giggled at me one time, like, geez, mom, like you really kind of go over the top with the voices. And so then for like the next two paragraphs, I just read it deadpan. And he's like, <laughs> like never okay, mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, never mind. Bring the voices back. I take it all back. I'm sorry. Here's what I thought. Like yeah. Did. <laughs> that's what I thought, boy. Oh, that's oh. so fun. <laughs> Another one I'm looking forward to in 2020, I know came out last year, but is Atomic Habits. I've oh, listened to yes. a podcast with James Clear and the one with um, Amy Porterfield. And yes. it it just seems really good. I mean, I, I always like like habits books and whatnot, yes. but I, I think I'm going to listen to this one because I can get it on Hoopla for free. And it just, I've heard nothing but good things. And it even like, at, even though I hadn't read the whole thing or listened to it just from listening to the podcast, it gave me pause and like, oh, so that's how I can make some of these, you know, goals and resolutions that I have probably stick a little bit more by just making these few little adjustments. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I think that could be a really good one. Yeah. And I love, like, I think it was the last podcast that you referenced, like how he talked about replacing things. You don't just take something out, yes. um, but replace it with something better. And you know what? I was thinking back about this year and reading, well, how did I read so much this last year? And I really think it's because I didn't watch as much. Yeah. Um, and there are some years where I think it's amazing if you just watch all the stuff like that is yeah. great. Yeah. And this year I didn't, and that's how I got more read. And so, yeah. um, and for me, um, I noticed like if I can slip away to read when my kids are watching something, that's kind of my yeah. time to do that. Um, but just for some reason this year, I preferred reading over watching. Yeah. Um, so if it's like, how do you replace, like, if you want to read more, then what can you find to replace? Like what's going to make that time space for you to be able to do that? Um, yeah, totally. or watch more or whatever it is. Um, so I love that you shared that. Um, and that book sounds so good. So, yeah. um, and I might let like, you read it and, and share all yeah. of the tips. And there you go. There you go. I'll just give you the highlights. Yes. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's so interesting what you're saying. I think I talked about this on our goals episode, but me having my Kindle around all the time. Yeah. So it's just mm -hmm. as easy for me to grab as my phone. Right. So I can turn yeah. it instead of scrolling through Instagram forever. Right. There you go. Like if you want to yeah. replace like actually reading a book versus like just scrolling mindlessly, there's, there's a chance to like trade that out um, yeah. and replace it with something that you would feel like could be better in the long run if yeah. you, yeah. So, and um, I think especially with a Kindle, it's nice because like, I never read just one book at a time. I always have uh -huh. numerous different things going and different types of books. So when I have a Kindle, I can either read something that's like harder or deeper, or if I know I'm only going to have a couple of minutes, like I will just have one of my light, fun fiction, yeah. you know, romance books that I can, I know I can just read a couple of pages and it's not going to be like, oh, I can't remember what was going on. Or, you know, like I, I needed to go deep and I didn't have time. Like if I have kind of the whole variety, it allows me to cover all my bases. Yeah. I love having your library in one device like yes. that. That is so amazing. I, I don't know. have a Kindle, but uh, I love that you do and that you can use it and take it anywhere with you. And you just yeah. have like all the options. <laughs> and I love, I love real books, but mm -hmm. I can't deny how much having a Kindle has revolutionized my reading life. It just yeah. has. Yeah. Well, I, I need to, to get one then. I, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially with all the like driving around and like everything that we have to do to just have all that. Even standing yeah. in line at the grocery store, like I am not above pulling out my Kindle and, and reading <laughs> on it. That's right. Kind of funny though. Like you have to pay extra if you don't want them to put ads on your lock screen. Oh, then, so tonight <laughs> when I was at, um, ballet, Emerson was actually reading one of her books on it. 
So and, fun. Yeah, which is really nice to just like have something for her even. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So great. And so she was reading, but then she got done and she clicked it off and this like romance novel cover came on the front. Oh no. It was like this shirtless guy and she goes, Ooh, he's muscly. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> give me that. Where did that come from? <laughs> I was cracking up. So yeah, so usually funny. if you like turn it on and turn it back off, then it'll clear. But it was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's not I'm like trying to justify to the other moms in the room like no I don't have that book it's an ad for they want me to buy that book like I don't I don't own it (laughs) oh that's too funny I I stuck that in my purse real quick oh yeah of course (laughs) oh that's good um is there anything else you're looking forward to reading you have a whole list of stuff um you know I made a list last year of all the books that I own on Kindle and oh, it's my, wow. and I have it need to read it list. And it's oh longer goodness. than what, you know, my reading. A lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> so I would like to like pull off of that list more. Like I have a lot of books about Paris and some books about Oxford. And I, I love, oh, wow. yeah, Oxford, Paris, and mm-hmm. London are some of my mm-hmm. favorite places to read about, especially mm-hmm. if like I have that travel bug or, you know, sometimes yeah. that's all I can do to itch it is read a good right. like, it's book just, in another You can place. transport yourself there. Yeah. It's free. Yes. Um, I'm with you. I love that. And that's such a, such a fun idea yeah. so <laughs> to I'm take advantage of that. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know I've been thinking about the same thing as like, I have a stack of books that I just really need to kind of work on what I have. So, um, but it's so hard because I just want to keep collecting them. It's so hard, (laughs) especially when you get that dang email from modern Mrs. Darcy. And it's like, well, it's only $2 Uh, with 37 Kindle books that you need. So fun. Are there any others that you're looking forward to? Or is that kind of sum it up? Um, you know, one that I just heard about today is called, um, it's by a mom that I follow on Instagram. Her name's Anjuli Pachel. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but um, it's called Stay, Discovering Grace, Freedom, and Wholeness Where You Never Imagined Looking. Um, So it's kind of about, it's about moms, I think. As women, we are exhausted. Our hearts are being run out to dry, squeezed and yanked in every direction. We take care of everyone but ourselves. We've gotten lost in bedtime routines and our Costco lists. We have lost our voices in the storm of everyday life. We need to be reminded to reach inward and heed the quiet voice whispering, stay. Um, it says this book is for anyone who longs for a connection with God and his people, but can't seem to escape the haunting feelings of guilt, shame, loneliness, and fear. Um, anyway, her, her Instagram is just so encouraging to me. Hmm. Every time I read it, I'm like, Oh, wow. Thank you. She's so real about just all of the struggles and all the things and how we just are messy and broken and how we can just literally find joy in Jesus and that in that moment of, yeah. And so I would love to read her actual book because it literally, I feel like every time I read her Instagram, I'm like, I hope she writes the book. I want to read the yeah. whole thing. So oh, that's to fun. see that she had written this book and that it's, I think it's coming out in March. Fun. Um, oh yeah. March 31st. So I was going to say, boy, if I'd known this, I would have asked I, all my time that I'm like, Oh, can you get her on the podcast? Yeah. She would be such a good one. Um, I need to, you need to remind me of that name. I will look into it. Okay. I'll take you so you can see who she is. But um, anyway, so I'm looking forward to reading that one. Yeah. That's (laughs) Well, I think that probably wraps it up. We've talked a lot of books and like I said before, we were really anxious to hear what you guys are reading and what you're interested in yeah. and throw us your ideas, give Shell some, you know, fiction ideas and please. Yeah. It's going to be a good reading year. I'm it is. About it. Me too. I'm All ready. Right. <laughs> okay. And like Shell said, lovely reading. Yep. <laughs> That's not how she said it, but she said it better than I did. She should start hosting <laughs> podcasts. Stop it. Happy reading, lovely. There we go. That was it. Which, by the way, we need to come up with a hashtag. So we're going to work on that. Yes. It's going to be something like Lovely's Reading 2020 or something. Yeah. Look on Instagram for yeah. the giveaway and we'll, we'll find it. Yeah. Yes. Keep keep looking. We'll, yes. we'll put it up. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay. So fun. Bye.
All right, ladies, that's it for this week's episode. Also, if you didn't notice, this was episode 150. Dang, you guys, we've had 150 episodes, and I am so grateful to all of you who have been loyal listeners and supporters of this show. It means so much to me that you keep coming back week after week and listening to me (laughs) talk about whatever it is under the sun we're talking about that week. I am just so grateful to all of you. So thank you for supporting the show and just, you know, sticking around. If you would like the show notes from this episode, because let's face it, we talked about a lot of books. And if you just want quick links to those books, then you can head over to boldturquoise.com slash 150 and be able to find all of those links. And of course, if you shop through any of those links on Amazon, we also get a little kickback at no extra cost to you, which is so helpful in keeping the lights on around the show. So thank you to all of you who shop through that Amazon link. If you want to find another way to support the show that isn't going to cost you a dime, you can head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. I know I harp on this all the time, but it really does make a difference when iTunes is suggesting our show to other people, and it also helps us to stay higher in the iTunes charts. So just find Cultivating the Lovely on iTunes, leave a quick five-star review, and something fun that you like about the show, and we would so appreciate it. Of course, we also always appreciate when you take that marketing team call to heart and you go out there and you share the show with your friends and you share about it on social media and you tell people what you like about the show. We so appreciate when you do that. And if you want other ladies to talk about the show with, you should definitely join our Facebook group. You can just search Cultivating the Lovely to be able to find it. And then, like I mentioned before, if you want to take it a step farther and really get on top of your goals this year, find new friends, be a part of our morning shows, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Cultivating the Lovely. We hope to see you there. Okay. Until next week, ladies, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.